Hi, my name's Amy, and you're listening to Jack Girl University. This is a podcast for women who enjoy lifting weights, building muscle, and hitting PBs, but can sometimes be their own worst enemy with their type A standards and perfectionist tendencies. If this sounds like you, I'm here to bring you back down to earth and help you have more fun playing this game we call Getting Jacked. So let's dive in. Hey Jacked Gym Girlies, welcome back to another episode of the Jacked Girl University. So today I am going to ad-lib a little bit, I think. I really wanted to talk about, and you'll see from the title of this episode, perfectionism, mental health, goal attainment, and I want to talk about this in the sense of helping you, of course, achieve your physique, performance goals, whatever they might be but also being able to do it in a really chilled out, fun and relaxed way as much as you can be relaxed on the journey of achieving great things and continuing to stretch yourself. The reason why I also chuck the mental health in there as well is I'm going to use examples from myself and I think there is a connected piece running through it and that mental health does come up a bit when we're talking about perfectionism too. So I'm going to talk, uh, I'm going to give actually a few examples from some of my clients, but when it comes to, I guess, more of the mental health side of things, I'm just going to talk anecdotally about myself. Uh, Before we jump in, of course, just a reminder, I'm not a qualified mental health professional, so nothing in this podcast is meant to be advice. I'm not going to be erring on the side of that anyway. I just will be recounting some of my own personal experiences and just being pretty damn real about this whole this whole goal achievement striving thing and you know the good things, the I don't want to say bad things, the things that we can learn and be kinder to ourselves whilst also pursuing excellence. And I think that that's a really interesting line to walk and with social media the way it is, of course, being polarizing is pushed by the algorithm. It's welcomed by the algorithm, right? The accounts that are more polarizing, that are more fanatical will get seen by more people. It's somewhat unfortunate. Uh, And there's kind of what I see is like two really distinct camps, the hustle bro culture, David Goggins style approach, which like, you know, each their own man, like there's some really amazing nuggets of wisdom in that line of thought. Actually, it's making me think of a book called, I think it was called Relentless by Tim Grover. I love that book. And at the same time, it's firmly entrenched in the, that kind of like hustle culture, David Goggins, you know, never give up, always expect better of yourself mindset. Like I absolutely appreciate some of that. And I've used that at times to really dig deep and achieve amazing things. And we have to also appreciate we're just dynamic humans that are just going to be going through ups and downs that you're just never, ever going to hit only an up. Like it's just not, it's just not realistic. No one hits only ups. There's always going to be things that are out of your control that happen that can really throw you for a six. And then, you know, you have the other side of things, which is extremely airy, fairy, you know, don't set goals and just, just do nothing and just chill out and just lower all your standards and all of that. Uh, and I still think that there are some amazing things to take away from that uh, realm as well of making sure we are resting, making sure we're coming at ourselves with acceptance and compassion 
And so what I, yeah, what I wanted to do was like use this podcast today to talk about some of my own personal things that are happening, some of the things that I've seen with my clients uh, that are working for them and that they're really, really happy about. And all of this, like I said before, is going to be centered around a conversation related to perfectionism and goal achievement. Because I, I just, I get the feeling if you're listening, those topics are going to be resonating. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick break to let you know how you can work with me. I currently have places available inside the Glam Body Program. And if you don't know what it is, this is my completely personalized programming, nutrition, and education online coaching service that is specifically designed to help women get strong and progress their body composition, whether that means gaining muscle, getting lean, or both. So Glam Body is best suited for two types of women. The first loves training, but you've never had a your programming or nutrition tailored to you. Perhaps you're just doing classes or using apps, but you do want more efficient results and you want to learn more about your body. Or perhaps you have had some element of assistance before, but you're still struggling with overtraining, undereating, speaking negatively to yourself, and you feel like nothing's enough, and you just want to be able to make physique and performance progress without burning the candle at both ends. So to get your spot, just DM me on Instagram with the heading Glam Body, or you can fill out the application form that is linked in the show notes below, and we can have a chat about whether Glam Body is a good fit for you. With that said, let's get back into the episode. All right, so let's perhaps start with my clients and we'll see where we end up. So I've got a couple of clients, two very, very specific clients right now that are right in the midst of or just just past that old mentality that they were holding of zero or a hundred of it's either perfect or it's absolutely horrendous and I'm a failure and I can see both of them they're at really similar points now where they're starting to see physique results come through so actually both of these clients are on a fat loss in a fat loss phase right now and they have fat loss goals but both of them are really starting to see the accumulation of their hard work and we're talking four and five four and five months in now and it's very very exciting as a coach and of course as a coach I'm also uh, watching their process as they move through this and like I said, both of these women are extremely, they're firmly planted in the type A perfectionist categories. They expect a lot from themselves. They're very hard on themselves. And the way I coach and the way I work, I seem to attract this kind of woman probably because that's me as well. And I and I think I'm doing a really good job of being able to enjoy all of my processes more inside the gym outside the gym everywhere and be more kind to myself but I absolutely still have blips where I can be extremely critical and all I can see is all of the things that I feel like I'm not doing well and yeah so these clients were in a really similar position like I said I often seem to attract this type of woman so I have a lot of experience working with this mindset and I have a lot of experience helping this kind of woman get out into the other side and get results and have fun 
because if you're still on the other side of the tracks, you're, you might be listening to this and being like, I just can never imagine a period of time where, again, say you have a fat loss goal. I just can't imagine it feeling pretty easy. I can't imagine myself feeling pretty relaxed. I can't imagine myself, you know, maybe even liking the way I look, even if I haven't quite got to my goal yet, just enjoying the process as a whole. And I just want to say to you, I just want to remind you, it's absolutely possible. Like that absolutely does exist. It's not a pipe dream. It's not made up. It's not reserved for anyone else but you. And yeah, so what I wanted to talk about was just watching watching these women. So in the first couple of months, I must admit it always does take a hell of a lot of coaching to really help them see the bigger picture, help them uh, they sort of zero in on all of the things they feel like they're not doing well enough or you know, maybe the results aren't coming through as fast as they once thought. And it's really my job to do a lot of coaching to show them too with the objective data, all of the things that are working well and help them with, uh, help them with reframes. And they've really gotten through those hard first months. And like I said, they're now like four or five months into their fat loss journey. They're really seeing those, um, look, it's the numbers and photos, like everything's marrying up. They're, they're, they're on the way to their results. And it's really cool to have seen the integrations come through. One of them this week was saying that she had a, a dinner out, an impulsive dinner out or a spontaneous dinner out, I should say. And she was like, you know, usually it would be like, well, I've had a, I've had a drink. I may as well just YOLO. I've had this kind of food. I may as well just YOLO. And she's like, I'm now completely able to go out and have one drink and have a bit of the foods that I really love. And it just feels like nothing. It's a non-event. I'm still, she's still rocketing towards her goals. You know, we just cracked into a new, I guess, weight increment. And she's like, you know, the next day, it's just like, I feel good when I wake up now. My behaviors are all the same. I do what I need to do. I don't, there's not a second thought about, you know, the meal, the spontaneous meal or the, the, the glass of alcohol that she had or whatnot. And she, when we were first started working together, she said to me, you know, number one of my number one priorities and values is actually alcohol. She, she loves wine. She loves wine tasting. Like it's a hobby for her. So you can imagine what a shift she's integrated to be able to go out on a beautiful dinner with her husband, a spontaneous dinner, and just have one um, glass of wine and feel completely and utterly satisfied by that. There's just no other thoughts about it. (laughs) And I think this is the thing when you properly integrate a lesson, you're not focused on it anymore, man. Like the whole, any charge goes away and it just stops taking up mental real estate. And this is the coolest thing ever. It's definitely what I experienced. You know, I came from, I think it was like, I would say at least 15 years. So like from 15 years to about 29, 30, honestly thinking about my body and food and being smaller, you know, I would say like at least honestly 50% of the day, which is crazy when you think, you know, going through high school, going through uni, um, doing my traineeship as a lawyer and being a lawyer and you know, half of that time was wasted thinking about my physique in in a not a positive way. And it's really cool to see this 
integrate with this client where it's just becoming not really much of a thought anymore because she's got all of her healthful behaviors on autopilot now. She knows how to navigate these social situations. There's just no negative emotional charge. There's no feeling of restriction. It's a choice. There is a difference between feeling restricted and choosing just not to have something. So I'll give you another example. I doubt any of you listening are probably smokers. And you probably don't think about cigarettes. And when you go to a social occasion, I bet it's not on your mind. Like maybe you see other people smoking, but I bet you, you don't even think about it. It doesn't even come into your brain about like, should I have a smoke too? Or should I not? Or I feel like I really want one. I don't want one. And I understand there is a layer of addiction (laughs) coming in with smoking and potentially we could say the same about alcohol but it really goes I believe it goes for any other behaviors as well it's like when they are have become a habit and when we're trying to release that habit and change it you know it's on the forefront of our mind we're spending a lot of time and energy thinking about it but once it goes and it's possible for it to go it really feels like just say you're not a smoker and going to a social event where people are smoking you just you probably don't even like clock that other people are smoking. You don't spend a second thinking about it. And it it can be the same with any of your food choices. It can be the same with any uh, alcohol choices. It can be the same with any healthy habits or lifestyle choices. Like you can ingrain habits so well that the other things you don't, your brain doesn't even acknowledge, like you don't even see. And this is when it starts to feel very low effort to be engaged in a really healthy lifestyle. You're not resisting against anything anymore. It's just you going with the flow is choosing habits that are primarily healthy for you. It just becomes your way of being. And it's really amazing to see this happen for this client. And this client as well, to give you a little bit more context, when we first started was like she had to fill in literally every single you know box in her check-in sheet every single week. And if it wasn't done, she was feeling like it was a failure or it was you know not good enough. And I worked with her because she's had a few holidays and um, some events that have meant you know maybe a session gets just needs to get missed or something like that. And I really had to again, spend a lot of time coaching her through that. And the coolest thing is when it really starts to integrate for these women is when you're getting the results you want to get and you know you don't have to be perfect because you're not perfect, but you're still getting these awesome results. And I'm, I know there's going to be some of you listening who are like, oh, well, that's not pushing me hard enough or or whatever, but you've just got to understand, like you're going to get ill, there's going to be an emergency, or your partner or a friend or a family member is wanting to go, you know, take you away on a spontaneous trip or do something. And the choices in front of you won't be the usual choices that align with your protocols at the moment. And you need to learn how to flexibly still stay on the path towards your goals whilst not having it be absolutely cookie cutter, you know, according to your protocol and keep moving. If those things throw you off track, you've not integrated the lessons yet. And I think it's 
I think that it can be lost. This point can be lost on a lot of women who are struggling with perfectionism still, because again, all they hear, oh, well, it's not 100%, it's not worth it. And it's like, I just want to ask you, how far has that gotten you? How fun has the process been? How good are your results? Have you been able to maintain them for years, if not decades? I bet you the answer to all of those is no, or it's not fun. It's significantly stressful. And I kind of hate myself a bit. <laughs> or I'm, I'm, I'm only okay if everything's perfect. And my whole life is ruined and I'm overwhelmed and significantly stressed if just even one thing is out of place. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working. It's not a sustainable solution. And you'll get better results. You'll have more fun. And it's going to feel like so much less effort if you're able to approach your protocols with that smallest bit of, even the smallest bit of flexibility and appreciating that no protocols are like a Bible, or like the Ten Commandments. Your protocols are a guide. And the aim of the game is to learn how to continue staying on your path towards your goals with that flexibility. In the psychological world, it's called psychological flexibility. And all of the research shows how much better people do when they engage in psychological flexibility. It's just allowing room for other things, okay? Like as in uh, random situations or blips in the road, right? And the other client that I wanted to talk about is uh, around four or so months in and same thing, this this person now, it's absolutely not been a perfect journey and she does absolutely beat herself up every time something happens where she hasn't hit, you know, say 10 out of 10. And at the same time, she can see the difference in the photos and the numbers all skyrocketing down. And she's like, man you know, what's going in my head versus what's, what I, you know, I'm seeing the number, I'm seeing the results come through. Whereas in my head, you know, I can feel really down about not doing this thing perfectly, but then I'm sort of like, what the hell? Like I'm getting these results that I never thought would happen. And in a way that's, you know, so much more chilled and it's not crazy restrictive. It's not, you know, a, a short-term challenge. And she's, She's at this point at the moment where things are really starting to integrate and she's way out of her comfort zone because her comfort zone would be to go, oh, well, it's not working because I'm not doing it 100%. Therefore, I'm just going to stop. But the thing is, she can't deny with the photos, the, the transformation photos and the numbers, it is working. And it's just a bit of a, what's the like cognitive dissonance where she's like, holy hell, like, oh, fuck, I realize now it's. The, the whole 10 out of 10, 100% thing, you know, it's never worked in the past because she's never been able to get, number one, she's actually never been able to get the results she wanted. So this isn't a case of someone getting results for a short period of time and not being able to sustain them. But the perfectionism thing for her actually hasn't worked when it's come to her physique. She's never got the results she wanted, not once, okay? But she's she's on her way finally to towards them in a way that she feels she can sustain We've not gone aggressive at all. We haven't, we've got, we've decided to take a more moderate approach, not conservative, just moderate. And yeah, the results are coming through and it's just, it's really cool to see. And I said to her this week, like, I know this is incredibly uncomfortable for you. It's only because it's new territory, right? And your goal, one foot in front of the other, that's your job right now. I don't want you to like start thinking too far ahead or even look backwards. 
I just want you to keep going one foot in front of the other. And what's going to happen for her? She keeps moving towards her goals as the numbers keep coming down, as the photos keep looking better. No matter the thoughts that are going through her head, she's not going to be able to deny the actual tangible results that are happening. And soon enough, her brain is going to catch up. Okay, her brain's going to catch up. Our brains lag behind our physique results. This is, this is, um, I don't know if you've ever had that feeling before of maybe you've done a fat loss phase before, maybe you haven't felt like you've got the results. And then, you know, two years later, you look back at the photo and you're like, holy fuck, you know, holy fuck, I was so much leaner than I thought. I can't believe that I didn't, you know, I didn't see myself that way. It's because our brain kind of lags a little bit behind those physique results. And that's why some people can really lose it because they're moving along at that slower place with their brain uh, and they're not actually appreciating the transformation that's happened in front of them and the inside doesn't marry up with the outside and it all kind of blows up. Okay, so this second client that I'm talking about, like I said, her job right now is literally just eyes forward, one foot in front of the other, just keep swimming. Um, And sooner or later, her brain, her mind and her thoughts are all going to catch up and she's going to realize This takes so much less than I thought. It takes so much um, less restriction than I thought. I don't have to be anywhere near as aggressive as I thought. What I need to be that I've never been able to do before is that long-term consistency piece. And that's what gets in the way of so many people, particularly when we're looking at these fat loss results. And if you've never been able to sustain results, it's not that you don't know how to go aggressive because I'm sure you've done that. I'm sure you've gone super aggressive, super restrictive. It's that you have not been able to sustain it. You've not got the consistency piece. And it's the one that, it's the hardest thing. It doesn't seem like it's going to be the hardest thing. It's like, how aggressive is your deficit? Like, that seems like it's the hardest thing, right? Or like, how much cardio are you going to do? Or, you know, how long are your training sessions going to be? Or blah, blah, blah. It's, it's really none of those things. It's literally getting great at creating a lifestyle that you're consistent every day for years and that's where the magic really comes so just talking about those pieces with those two clients now just moving on to my own experiences and talking about a little bit of the mental health thing as well and I'll talk a little bit too about why I decided to start running because this will come into it so we're sort of semi changing topics a little bit but it's still to do with perfectionism Uh, I've noticed within myself as well, I tend to do really well and I feel great when there is some kind of element of competition in what I'm doing. And I was thinking about this the other week and I do think part of it is still a little bit of the, what's the word, perfectionism that is still haunting me to a degree. So I like to think of myself as a recovering perfectionist and I do have to do lots of mental work to help help myself with it you know um, overcoming those really critical thoughts of like well this is the standard here's all of the ways you haven't met it Uh, I don't do this as much with I don't do this really with my physique too much I can tend to do it with my training effort because I know like training effort matters a lot for physique and especially with um, competitive goals although I think I'm gonna think I'm gonna talk a little bit about this in another podcast I just haven't decided if I want to make it quite public yet with my competitive goals but there is something in the pipeline there um yeah I tend to I tend to be quite 
pretty cool if I say have had like a little bit of an off session or whatnot. But I was really trying to think back to when I felt my best, what was I doing? And usually there is some form of competition involved in it. And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be competition against other people. I'm not someone who needs, I'm not someone who needs that. I just need to, I really feel better when I am working towards being better than previous versions of myself. Like that's, that's it. It really, it has nothing to do with other people but I'm very competitive with myself and it can feel genuinely very, very good. And it can also take that toxic turn of perfectionism and high standards and self-criticism. And when it does that, it really tanks my mental health. And I literally can't see anything else except all of the ways that I'm failing or feel like a failure. Uh, I don't know if you're listening to this and like, what the hell, like, how does she how is that even real? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard to know how other people perceive you. And like a podcast is a one-way street. Like I'm just talking uh, and hope that it is well received. But, you know, I absolutely have these thoughts all of the time. And yeah, it does take a lot of work to come at this from a different mindset. One of the mindsets that I like to play with is more like being an underdog, like just telling myself that and coming at my goals from that mentality, whether or not it's true, it actually really helps me to see, to feel that. And it brings me a much different energy than say, feeling like a failure, feeling like I haven't hit my goals or achieved what I want to. If I come at that from like, you know, you're a failure, you're a loser or whatever, because you can't do those things things or you haven't managed to hit your goal, um, I come at it, if I can come at it from a perspective shift of no, like, you know, you're, uh, you know, say maybe not like a newbie, but say you're at the early stages of practicing this new skill, or maybe you've had a blip and you're coming back, you're on a comeback trail. If I can go that sort of on a comeback or underdog mentality and reframe, it just gives me so much more energy. And actually I did get a question the other week, an anonymous question asking me to chat more about like, do I, do I always hit my goals? Do I always hit my targets? And the person sort of framed it like, or, you know, does it not happen that you miss miss a day or miss this? And it's like, man, again, this is one of those things with social media. So much of my content here is a bit of a one-way street. I don't get um, you know, too much back and people, people will just perceive you, you know, we're always perceiving other people through the lens of our own experience. But to me, this question sort of sounded like the person thought maybe I was perfect with all of my targets and I always hit my goals. And I just want to say absolutely not. And this is one of the reasons why I've decided to take up running is because it allows me to, you know, it's completely unrelated to my work. I, you know, I'm not a running coach or anything like that. So I can purely just have absolute fun with this hobby without feeling like I need to be a leader. With competing, there is that self-imposed pressure, but I know I don't coach competitors, but it's still close enough to physique. That means I absolutely put that pressure on myself to be a role model for physique you know so I'm extremely conscious of the words I use the way I portray things just how I go about my process in my head I'm constantly thinking you are a leader for your community you need to show people like how this is done and how it is done well and 
it turns something that is a hobby for me, like competing is a hobby. I'm not doing it to make, you know, money or anything like that. It's purely just for fun. It adds a layer of pressure. And then, uh, yeah, there is, that's where that perfectionism can start to rear its head. Whereas with running, I feel very free to be able to get in, mess it up, you know, miss things, and just show what that can be like when something isn't, I guess, tied to your business, you know, your business and branding. Um, and maybe, you know, there's even a lesson there to be learned and maybe I can just even chill out even more with the business and branding, but not quite there yet. You know, I still feel like there are really big elements of perfectionism with the female physique hub. And I think that's because it's so important fucking important to me it is like is you know it feels like my my overall mission is this work that I do I'm really attached to it I love it so much I'm so damn grateful for what I get to do so I feel like the stakes are really high and that's where my perfectionism is still there it's still it's still there and I'm doing my work but it's still there but yeah with the running thing it was like man I get to engage in that competitive need so I get to try and beat a time which is so fun and I also get to just be new at something and and try and fail, and it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a journey. But you're coming back to that question about my own targets and stuff, and it's like, look, absolutely, I miss things, and I'm not doing it in a careless sense, and I'm not doing it because I'm you know lazy or don't care or anything. Uh, I really care about my goals, but it's just not the nature of being a human. You're going to miss some steps here and there. You're going to miss a day of training. You're going to get sick. There's going to be emergencies. Uh, again, it's not that it's not being perfect that is going to get you the results. And it's not being perfect that is going to allow you to have fun. Okay? It is having some fun setting some stretch goals. So having setting some goals that really do make you, you know, push yourself to be better and just appreciating your human along that journey feel like that sums this up very very well so with that being said uh please let me know and jump into the dms if you resonate with this perfectionism piece if you've also noticed that when you go too hard down that track it actually really impacts your mental health and your ability to show up at all and let me know are you afraid of setting stretch goals because of that uh do you you know do you need any help with setting goals that are that bit of a stretch and at the same time allowing yourself that grace of flexibility and humanity as you work towards them because that's my ultimate goal with a female physique hub help type a perfectionist women get these phenomenal results but having so much fun doing it that it completely rewires their whole perspective on physique and they realize, or you realize, it can be so much fun and you can get better results than you even ever thought. And it can take like next to no brain power once we've got this all on autopilot. And it's just fun. The results are there. They're sustainable. You're living life and you're able to excel everywhere else with your family, with your friends, with your partner if you have one. You know, with your pets, at school, at work, all of it's just brilliant. 
And it's not because you're not hitting obstacles and there's not, it's not because there's not curveballs and hard times because there always will be those things. It's because you're extremely well equipped to be able to, again, just appreciate your humanity as you move through those things. You come at it all with grace, open-mindedness. And when it really comes down to it, you know that life is too short to be your own worst enemy. And that it's possible to turn into your own best friend. And in doing so, reach goals that you never even thought was possible. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. As I said before, I would love to have you drop into my DM. So head over to the at the underscore female physique hub on Instagram to jump to my DMs, message me, let me know how you are and how you found this episode. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.